0: Good evening and welcome to a, another episode of 19 Talk here
1: on the Sports Insanity Network. I am your host and resident golf pro, Mark Oldock, Guy Halpern, and along with me, as always, is...
0: Ross the Caddy Mason.
1: Welcome back, Mr. Man Who Got to Go Away for a Week.
0: Stop playing golf in the woods. Yes, I'm kind of jealous you got to play up in one of my favorite areas up in the Adirondas. I love Yeah, I did three courses in two days. I was like, that's fine with me. Hey, the more you can get out, the better it is. One, two, two challenging and one semi easy course up there.
1: Two challenging and one semi easy.
0: Lake Placid what? was easy. Elizabethtown was very hilly. And so was uh, Scroon Lake Golf Club. I've never played Scruton Lake. Don't. But, it's, it's, it's not as hilly as Lake Placid is probably one of the easiest out of all of them. i played up in, Pla- in Lake Placid. Placid's easier compared to Elizabethtown. But... but it was a long time since I left. I'm just happy to, that I was able to play three days in two days. Three rounds in two days. I was like, that's fine. I'll play golf.
1: So, while Ross was basking in the uh, limelight of being able to play in uh, the Adirondacks wild us uh, old people had to stay here and take care of the kids and work and do everything. We had some uh, tournaments that finished up. Obviously, you know, we had mentioned about Matt Fitzpatrick and having a great winning round. Russ, what
0: do you have to say about Fitzpatrick? I was not even expecting him to finish in a two-way tie for second, for first place back at the, uh, Oh my gosh! I can't remember the name of back in the last tournament, I forgot the last tournament. U.S. Open. <laughs> wow! Sorry. Yeah.
1: It's been it's been three weeks, ladies and gentlemen. It's okay.
0: Yes, his win of the U.S. Open because all all last round he was third or fourth. He wasn't even making a run. Yeah, it's it's
1: kind of funny. For I mean, it looked really it's funny. It was a great accomplishment. But he has always, he's never won a major before. He has always finished either second
0: or third. Right. Time, I mean, his last one was winning the U.S. Amateur a few years ago. Correct. That is 100% correct. So
1: hats off to Matt, and we'll hope to see more out of him. But last week, we had another tournament that was won by my favorite name to try to butcher. Xander Schauffele.
0: Xander Schaffley. Yes. I, I
1: always butcher this poor guy's name. Shot a minus 19. Not bad for a four-day tournament. No. Nice win for him, too. He's been one of my favorite golfers over the last year, and with the way things are shaping up, and we'll get into that with the LIB. a lot of guys are starting to make their way out of the black hole that it is. The original top 100 yeah.
0: golfers. Of guys breaking breaking the, the- The standard.
1: Right. Now, there's currently a tournament going on right now. I have not been watching a lot.
0: I saw, I caught the highlights from yesterday and today, Um, the TP, the John Deere Classic. Currently, JT Poston is uh, tied for first.
1: Correct. But it was an ace, Patrick Rogers. Part three. And this was a beauty of a shot. Lands it right behind the pin and backspin in. No, I was not happy to watch my TV when it happened, but ESPN gave me the alert, so I did tune into it. This is a time where we're going to see, like I just said before, we're going to see a lot of golfers who have not really had their names talked about start to shine here. Now that the LIV is now into its fourth tournament of $20 million or more purse, which is still ridiculous, even some yeah. likes, And we'll get into what We'll get into a little bit about how the PGA is coming back with it. Four tournaments, four persons totaling over $20 million. The PGA hasn't even come close to that. No, they haven't. The biggest one for them being was the Open with 17 and a half, and that was up two and a half million from last year. The LIV has, I don't like to say has taken, because in the truth of the matter, the fact is, players have left. So it's not so much they have taken. They have slowly pied piped
0: their uh, golfers over to uh, the LIV. So as of this recording, Kepka has left. Matthew Wolf has gone over. Carlos Ortiz, Eugenio Chakara, and Pat Perez have all made their way over to the LIV.
1: Now, you can also tell Ross watches a lot of golf because he not a lot of golf, a lot of hockey because he did not stutter through any of those names at all. So any guy who can pronounce hockey names should have no problem pronouncing names.
0: golf golf last names.
1: Right. So, so hats off to Ross getting through that beautiful. But now is the time. We have a very big tournament coming up. And that's, you know, it's the Open Championship and that's being held from July 14th to the 17th and at probably the one course, every golfer outside of the United States wants to one day, whether it's walk on it or at least get to hit a ball on. And that is at St. Andrews in St. Andrews, Scotland, where the birth of golf really came about. And it's the final tournament probably for the greatest golfer to play during Ross and Mike lifetime. I am predicting Tiger Woods says goodbye to the tour after this. Oh, same here. I, you know, he, he can, I admire the guy for trying to come back and trying to be able to show that he still can compete, but Tiger's time is over.
0: And yeah, I mean, before. if this
1: is going to be his last run,
0: then might as well make it a good one.
1: Right. I wouldn't be surprised, you know, he'll finish, you know, as I'm saying with the Open, but I wouldn't be surprised if he has something to do with the Ryder Cup as well. We'll see how that will pan out. I think we're, what, a year away for the next one? Correct. I think he'll have, whether it's I don't think he'll captain it by any means, but I think he'll I think he'll have some influence or whatever. But this has been a career for the ages and to go out there, it would be a nice way to bow down. I don't see him playing in the, the final two big tournaments, being the FedEx point-standing tournament and the Tour Championship. There's no reason for it.
0: No. If you're going to do the, the, the Open Championship, that might as well, you might as well just call it after that.
1: Right. Exactly. Um, With talking about the LIV, we've also noticed that there were certain players were given incentive to leave, and then we're talking about the likes of Mickelson and a couple of the other front runners. Were paid in the mind you, what is dollars to donuts over there, 200 million dollars to Saudi Arabia is, is, is chump change, right? yeah,
0: exactly. It's, not, okay. it's nothing. So,
1: so people saying, Oh, they're getting paid, and how are they going to be? It's Shell, Exxon, BP, it's all the oil in the world that's financing this. New new venture. And it look, I didn't like I was skeptical about it at first. It's got a nice following so far. It you know, nowhere near what the PGA has, but it's starting to attract more youthful sponsors, and I think that's what is going to differentiate the PGA from this. It's going to be its age group. Right a lot of young guys have went over because it's hard for the, you know, it's hard for any young guy trying to compete with the names of Morikawa and Matsuzama. I mean, that's taking two names from the east side of the, the world. And then you got to come back here and compete with, you got you got so many names. But the L.I.V., is still in its birthing stage. And the PGA didn't like the fact that they're offering these 20, $25 million purses. So, what does the PGA do? They are all now going to have eight tournaments next year that the purse will be at least 20 million or more. You know, I read they- that
0: the other day in the uh, ESPN.
1: Right. So that's how the PGA is clapping back so to speak at
0: the uh, LIV.
1: They're saying you can throw money, so can we. Right. It's not going to be long before golf has split down the middle between the age groups. I see the LIV being the more youthful, the PGA being the more seasoned. what, yeah. should, what should happen is the number one golfer in the LIV And the number one golfer in the PGA in standings at the end of the year should face off for a skins game. Yeah. 18 holes determines the best in the world. And that's, you know, very hard to say and pinpoint because you're taking one person from the PGA and the names are endless. But it's the person who earns the most FedEx points. That's what it is. We don't know. It could be the most who uh, have the PETA Point over there in Saudi Arabia or the, whatever they choose as their company to back it. It'd probably be the shell points or whatever. We'll see, something like that. And I think it would be a great idea to try to show one league is no different than the other and try to get them to join back together. Be a united front. That's what we need when it comes to golf.
0: What are you most excited to watch, Ross, when coming into the St. Andrews tournament? I'm excited to see Morikawa compete. Definitely Tiger. Rory's on my top. I think softly repeats. I think he wins it again.
1: Well, last year it was Karl- it was Morikawa last
0: year. So I think he's guy- going to be Morikawa or Matsuyuma.
1: They have a very good shot as they played very well in the hole. But a guy who I've been talking about since the beginning. Heating of the 19th hole. Roy McElroy has turned it up as of lately. He's been playing much better. His play regulation time is good. He's been hitting the fairways much more. And his reads on the greens have been better. So I would look for him and Scotty Scheffler to be serious contenders this
0: year. Uh, and, and we, you have Sheffler, I have Shoffley and, and uh, Morta Cowell. We'll see what happens come come two weeks. Right. And I mean, I'm hoping
1: to, whether it's me or Ross during the, that time, is to get on live, whether it's for a couple of hours, not, not a couple hours, at least, let's be honest, for like an hour or so, probably around the second or third round on the 15th or 16th. Ross and I will definitely be live on the 14th, you know, breaking down the first uh, round, but hopefully we'll be able to go live during the weekend, maybe even that Sunday and be able to see, watch the finale and hopefully, you
0: know. And except factor in the time difference.
1: Right, that too, you know, we'll figure it out. Russ and Ross and I are capable. But as for tonight, I'm glad, Ross, you you're looking good. I'm glad you had a fun, nice vacation. But now vacation's over and it's back to the daily back running. to reality. So back to reality. But it's gonna be a nice summer. And as I promise you, we are getting out to the driving range and we're gonna start working on your swing. And we will and I will walk a course with you one day, one day over the summer. And I will walk the course with you. I won't swing a club, but I'll walk the course with you. And we'll get you through 18 holes.
0: Maybe we'll get your dad to go out also that day. But we shall see. And we will
1: wait for it to happen. But as for tonight, I am Mark Oldopsky-Halpern. And I think Ross has froze out on me. So I'm going to say goodnight to... Good night for Ross the Catty Mason. And wishing you all a pleasant July 4th weekend. And Ross and I will catch you next week on the flip side. Everybody
0: have a great evening, safe holiday, and good night.